0: Welcome to the Car, Sim, and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst, in the course, my very special guest, Basic Ollie, Rascal, Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast. And try not to crash. Hello and good evening to to everyone who is watching across the globe to the car, sim and race driver show. With me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest tonight, it is AMR Daniel.
1: Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks ever so much, Hugh, for the uh, the warm introduction there and uh, for having me on, on your show, mate. I, uh, I really appreciate you um, inviting me along and um, I, hope, uh, I hope you're doing very well today,
0: my uh, my friend. Oh, I'm very well indeed, and it's great to have you as a guest on the show. Now, for those of you who may not have have heard of AMR Daniel, he's got a decent channel with well, well, almost double of what I have here on my channel (laughs) in terms of subscribers and a fantastic community as well that follows him and takes part in his races. Uh, But Mm -hmm. the question that we always uh, have for our guests is, how did you get started in sim racing?
1: How did I get started? Well, um, just trying to remember back. Actually, um, obviously, your um, interest in sim racing begins with like real world motorsports. I suppose I think that's how it sort of transitions very easily. If you mean if you love real world motorsport, then sim racing uh, just follows soon afterwards. But um, I think for me, my sim racing adventure didn't start really properly until I was in my early teens. So quite late for me um, because I started. Um, on the games consoles, but the first one that I ever had really was, uh, the Sega master system two. Uh-huh. But, um, I don't really remember a lot of racing games that I had for that. Cause it was mainly platformers that I, um, mm. that, that I played on that. So my recollection of any racing games on, uh, on the Sega master system are very, very limited indeed. But now I can always, um, I always remember obviously you know when you're a kid very very excited at christmas um 1999 i remember it was you know waking up that morning charging downstairs and getting round by the tree and then um the, the more or less sort of the first present that i um unwrapped to my surprise my family actually got me a new console at the time which was a playstation one Ah, fantastic. <laughs> Good old playstation one indeed um and then I, I think I think I think I had a few games with that, but the ones that definitely stick out in my mind were the very first ones that I played um, on the console. Was uh, obviously Gran Turismo. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be right if we all didn't start with um, <laughs> Gran Turismo um, with sim racing. And I think the other ones I had was uh, V Rally and also um, Colin McRae Rally. Yeah. So I think for me, for my interest in um, all form of motorsports, uh, that was really ideal (laughs) for me to um, to have all three of those titles. And I think since then, really, it's just sort of progressed further and further. And um, I mean, the last couple of years in particular, I've uh, started venturing onto the PC, which I've uh, been thoroughly enjoying so far. But um, that's more or less where... um, uh, that Christmas, 1999, was more or less where my venture into uh, sim racing first started, and uh, I've loved it ever since Since then.
0: <laughs> so did you play things like um, Colin McRae Rally as well? On, oh, I on... did. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. Um, particularly on the PS1, I had uh, the first two Colin McRae's in particular, and I used to play that religiously because obviously one of my... Um, <laughs> heroes growing up was uh, the late, great Colin McRae. So, you know, I, used, I I was a really big fan of his and, and of his uh, racing titles. Of course, yeah. nothing could get close to it at the time. Yeah. So, you know, you can imagine you're just going through the uh, various stages and uh, Wales in particular on um, in, in, in the games, in uh, Ivory's Ford Focus or Subaru Impreza in particular. So, yeah, I used, I used to play rally games a lot and still do <laughs> actually to this day. Although um, I haven't, although one game just sticks out more than others um, lately. I haven't really ventured into the WRC franchise, but um, Dirt Rally. Yeah, I, do, I still play that a lot in, um, in a lot of my streams these days, which people seem to love.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot. because it's incredibly realistic. Um, I think, mm-hmm. that, when you see people with these big screen setups and they're rallying, you know, you're doing these incredible speeds, and I just, I don't have a handbrake sort of thing, like, yeah. so I, I struggle with that. Um, I know you can put on a button and things like that to make it work, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always um, come up. Um, But uh, So when you guys do it and you can fly, I think I saw you doing one, what was it, a week or two ago? Um, It was was at the, oh, it wasn't the Albanian rally. It was that one. Was it the the Greek rally or something? You're way up in the hills um, Mm -hmm. and it was just rocks everywhere. And you were hearing through it without touching anything. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Uh, because there's no way I could do that I'd be crawling around I think I'd done that same stage and I was about two minutes slower than you so it was was, uh, was quite a thing Um, but yeah so we've we've got our first question of the night from Rue Mark Mm -hmm. and so everyone who's watching in the chat a big welcome again and make sure you've got your questions ready and we can put them to Daniel Um, but Rue is asking what are the main differences between your driving style and approach between Gran Turismo and the rally Sims?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a good question indeed. It's not something I've really thought of before. Thank you uh thank you Ruben for the um the question first and foremost. But um I think the style of driving is very different in circuit racing uh, compared to rallying because circuit racing uh, no matter what title you play whether it be Gran Turismo or Assetto Corsa or Forza Motorsport whatever it may be um you have to have a more smooth driving approach because you can't afford um for the car to slide around too much um Mm -hmm. because it loses your time around the circuit so if you have a smoother driving style you can definitely um carry a lot of speed through the corners and um carry that momentum on the, uh, around the circuit itself. Whereas rallying is completely different. Indeed. You have to be sort of aggressive really, uh, more or less because you need, um, very quick reactions when it comes to those transitioning from one corner to another on, a on a rally stage in particular. Mm. So you have to, you have to be really, really quick on the wheel and, um, on the gear shifter as well, changing gear constantly, which I don't get right all the time. I mean, my viewers could definitely, um, recall the amount of gear crunching <laughs> changes <laughs> I do in, uh, in rallying. It doesn't go, always go smoothly, but, um, yeah, the, 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 this, the, contrasting styles are very, very different indeed. And sometimes it's very difficult to go from one to another, but, um, but both, I, I seem to do all right. Although, um, my rally streams to, to tend to do well because it's more like sort of Crash ban Wallop, <laughs> really, <laughs> with regarding to that. So it either goes well or spectacularly spectacularly badly. Or as I say as well, um, because of my hero, Colin McRae, I'm like the early iteration of him. So I'm like the modern day Colin McCrash. <laughs> <laughs> for example. So I can't seem to break my bad jinx in dirt rally. But no, that was um that was certainly a good question indeed. Thank you for that. And uh yeah, it definitely does require two different styles um yeah. in the various titles that you uh that you play, indeed, in we, two different disciplines.
0: We used to do a Colin McCree rally, and I think it was the Swedish rally, yeah. And my good friend Jonathan would be would be uh so was playing on the console. And then he would. I went away one time. I was getting a drink, and then and he set up my my goal. And -hmm. of course, he was uh, instead of putting me on the proper snow tires, the tires appropriate for the Swedish rally and snow, he put me on slicks. Oh no! (laughs) So I, you know, I'm ready to have my goal, and I still beat him. I still beat him.
1: I bet he felt cheerful after you crossed the stage finish line when found out you beat him.
0: Yeah, he was not, not chuffed <laughs> about that. But um, that, he's up till about three in the morning trying to beat my brand's hash times. Um, so I always have a go at him with that um, when it's on, on GT Sport. Uh, yeah. But no, it's great. The rivalry that you can have is, is, is uh, great fun. So how do you find the difference between the GT Sport rally uh, kind of versions and then also things like Dirt Rally? Because there's, there's quite a different dynamic to them.
1: Yeah, there is indeed. I mean, just the, the driving physics are very, very different indeed. And I think, uh, if I'm honest, Dirt Rally isn't perfect either. Um, I mean, the gravel handling is absolutely brilliant in Dirt Rally, but the tarmac uh, physics aren't that uh, great. Uh, it's just mm. basically like the, the, the gravel physics with the grip turned up. So it, it still has a tendency to unnaturally slide around a lot on on tarmac so but if, in terms of um physics themselves uh it's obviously because of gran turismo sports in particular it's more a sort of um because it, it's it's a game for the masses as it were um so it's more sort of simcade uh a sort of balance between sim handling and arcade handling so it's the um The sensation and the realism that you get in GT Sport isn't quite the same as something as as you get in in a proper dedicated um, rally sim like Dirt Rally. But, I mean, it it doesn't mean to say that it's not still as enjoyable. I mean, you can still have enormous fun either way, whichever whichever is your preferred title, preferred sim, absolutely. But obviously, yeah, you can feel the difference uh, between one the other mm-hmm. absolutely
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, i have to say looking at your equipment and your setup there it looks rather nice yeah i've got the basic 29 <laughs> kind of here and the, and the play seat challenge um but tell us what is your setup there
1: what well, my setup well um in terms of the frame itself i have the GT Omega racing um titan cockpit itself the uh and the, this is the GT Omega racing rs9 seat that I'm comfortably sitting on just now. It, I mean normally racing seats are not that comfy but this one's actually rather nice actually it gives you good support as well. Yeah. But my um my rims I actually have two of them. The one that's attached on now is the first iteration of the uh Fanatec McLaren GT3 wheel. Oh, that is, that's um brilliant. Yeah, it's it's. It, I'll be honest, it's not a wheel, which I didn't think Fanatec would bring back. Now I'm envious of the new one, and some folks have got it. I oh, want the new one. <laughs> <laughs> you always want the new versions of something, don't you? But um, I've also got a WRC, um, a CSL WRC rim as well, when I drive um, in rallies and uh, drive classic cars, in particular in Issetto uh, Corsa. For example, and for those of you who don't know, in my early days, in fact, I haven't owned my rally rim for that long. Actually, when I used to play dirt rally, it used to be just on my McLaren GT3 rim. All right, (laughs) so you can imagine how much of a challenge that was to try and get through a stage in Wales with half a wheel.
0: Yeah, trying to do lock, isn't it? That's the other thing. You've got to, it's kind of crazy. Uh,
1: that's it, yeah. I mean, you're trying to turn, catch a slide, and then you want to, you know, try and grab this section of the wheel and you find there's nothing there. No! <laughs> and then you wind up getting into a tree as a result, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> but the wheelbase itself, it's the uh, CSL Elite wheelbase that I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm very tempted, depending on um what the reviews are like, I might be tempted by, I've, I'm sure you've seen it, the new um, CSL DD rim.
0: All right, yeah, yeah as well yeah.
1: so it's it's like sort of the most basic of their direct drive wheels um whereas this the csl elite is uh belt driven so the um it's not necessarily the torque difference um that, that's a real game changer it's basically how it, it gives you that feeling through the wheel and uh the instant um, feedback as well very very different but I, I might be tempted by that at some stage in the um in the future, and uh, in front of me just now, um, the last part of my equipment is another purchase from earlier this year, which is my track racer monitor stand. Um, in my sort of earlier days of streaming, um, I used to have my monitor mounted on um, an old television stand unit. So, when I ha- it was difficult at times because when I tried to do rally streams, for example, and I had the rally room on, I used to actually try and Dog my head over the wheel to see what I was doing, <laughs> where I was going. So that's um, that's basically my um, sim racing equipment too, all in one. So
0: It looks absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, we've got lots of people now into the chat. So I was saying, get your questions ready. We've even got Podium, who was our special guest uh, on last week. Um, and also to let everybody know that in a week's time, we've got, it is, Z28 Gaming. All the way mm-hmm. from America. So he'll be coming on next week at nine o'clock. But nice. um, tell me, tell me, Daniel, what is your favourite combinations? Um, for, for? I know you play a lot of ACC and in, and, mm. and, and games like that. And I said, of course, what do you find is your favourite combination?
1: Oh, that's a difficult question. That's a difficult one. I've got so many in, um, in my mind already. But uh, I think in terms of ACC... Um, I think my favourite combination, um, obviously, you know, so the clue's sort of in the title of, uh, well, in the name of my um, YouTube channel, but I, I love driving the Aston Martin V8 Vantage yeah. GT3 yeah. in ACC. And I think the, the circuit which I'd love to ring ring the neck out of it is uh, around Silverstone. Um yeah. It's it, it's a circuit that I uh, I've got fond memories of both virtual and in the real world, obviously. Um, uh, I, and I'm, I love driving around there in particular. It's, what, it's probably one of my favourite circuits in ACC. Um, but in terms of other tiles, uh, Dirt Rally. Oh, I think it's hard to. I, I mean, I enjoy uh, the Welsh Rally in um, in Dirt Rally, but uh, I think in terms of car, no matter what event it is, I've. Um, mm-hmm. Watching it as a kid and uh, listening, um, learning all about the car as well. I, I, I obviously it competed in the real world before you know I was even born <laughs> at all. But one of my favourite rally cars of all time is the uh, Mark II Ford Escort rs oh, yeah. yeah, i um, Yeah,
0: Just,
1: just the uh, the star names that you had uh, driving the car in the period. So you had people like Ari Vatanen, Bjorn Vadegaard, Hanu Mikola of course uh, roger clark another one of our um, great british yeah. uh, rally drivers as yeah. well the only the only guy at the time who could take it to the mighty fins um in the rally yeah. scene yeah. good old roger yeah. clark so uh, but in terms of um a set of course it's hard to tell to be honest because it, depending on the mood really i mean there's all kinds of mods that i love driving the um the Single-seater uh, racing studio mods, the Formula Hybrids, they're terrifically good indeed. I mean, we were talking yeah. uh, about a set of Corsa here. you definitely got to try those at some point. Yeah, and you to get into the car. mods.
0: Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's, uh, it's there's so much to do. I mean, I was driving this on the standard, a set of Corsa game the other night, the Ferrari mm. 599 FXX. Yeah. And they were phenomenal. I had so much mm. fun at Brandtouch. Uh But I wanted to get into more single-seaters and games like that or the mods for that i think that would be great mm-hmm. fun um, and of course because we've got our, our our league coming up as well which has been organized in association with rascal rabbit he's done a phenomenal job so that's coming up nice. very soon and it's mm-hmm. all front drive cars and um, we've got a, a number of options there and it's going to be some great circuits some uh, once a month normally probably towards the end of the month from the end mm-hmm. of july and it's going to be the hhtcr uh touring car league so it's going to be fun um, nice. So that'll be coming up, but um, but I think that's the great thing about these games at the moment—the range of cars and combinations and tracks is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you do a lot of I said of course uh, competition as well, uh, and also in the GT3 um, uh, Aston Martin. What's been your best results that you've been able to do?
1: My best results, um, I'd say, in terms of the long major races, uh, my results haven't been. That's spectacular, really. But um, there's a there's a kind of reason for that, to be honest with you, with, um, with our community in particular. Um, because one thing I'd like to try and provide is to give people um, the opportunity to take part in major races, uh, no matter your skill level. Um, hmm. Because uh, uh, let's face facts, really. When it comes to certain races, um, you know, the big major enduros, unless you're yeah. part of, like, an elite, e-sports team, you haven't really got much chance in taking part in such events, so um, I'd like to try and provide people with um, ways of taking part in Enduro, so in terms of those um, because I've teamed up with quite a few of our members already I mean just Uh this year alone, we um, participated in the six hours of Silverstone with uh, RWB International and um, RCI as well, the eight hours of Monza, so Um, I think we finished just uh, so inside the top twenty around Silverstone, and then twenty second around Monza. But to be honest, um, in a way, I mean, it's difficult to explain because people have different approaches when it comes to sim racing itself. They even, you know, want to try and practice for hours at a time every day, yeah. and, you know, oh, yeah. just to get faster and faster. But I, I take a more relaxed approach. To be honest, and try and enjoy. Uh, all the yeah. races that I take part in and if I'm able to do that and also you know provide people with that wonderful opportunity as well of doing these races and um not having any stress at all and uh enjoying themselves and to me that just gives me a great satisfaction indeed knowing that um you know we've. Uh, We've managed to not only provide opportunities for people to work together, but also uh, take part in these big races as well. And that and yeah. that's something which uh, I hope to do with um, our community in the future as well, uh-huh. with our uh, dis- little Discord clan. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's, it's great. Now, I've, um, I don't have your Discord uh, thing. You'll need to email that and I'll update the, the YouTube thing. Um, okay. But I will have the, the I've, I know I've got your YouTube channel so anyone who's not already subbed to Daniel's channel the, the the link should be in the description below when you can click on that and give him an extra sub um I know that Darren Turner had subbed because he, he commented earlier um, he that did he in done so, um, which is which is great so it's, it's a fantastic channel and I think as well what you're saying is very true of the, the sim racing community is that it, it's it's good to have a chance to get into these big races and simply mm-hmm. drive up to your ability yeah. And if that means you can take part in some big events, and actually if there's sixty people in a race, but some of these some of these races have vast numbers of people in, uh, taking part, um, yeah. you know, to actually finish 20 seconds is not bad when you're when you're if you're not a full-time professional. I mean it, no. it's uh, not everybody can be like David Perel. I know he's a lot he can you know can race all the time and I've got that kind of um uh, you know done it so much and obviously a professional driver. So this is Absolutely. the great thing about sim racing. Everybody can have a go, and they can learn. They can get better. They can get set ups They can get um, a, a tuition if they want to, and mm-hmm. it, it makes makes a big difference. But um, so you were saying that you had you, Silverstone meant an awful lot to you. Um, mm-hmm. Have you had? Have you watched races from there live as well? Well, I've only been
1: to one um, event in my lifetime, and that was actually around Silverstone back in two thousand and thirteen. It was to go and see the uh, World Endurance Championship. Um, ah. the first event, it was, uh, I used to be part of, um, another, uh, sim racing community called Tora, the online racing association at the mm-hmm. time. And uh, some of us had planned and organized, uh, to go to the, um, the event itself. And, uh, I managed to stay for the entire three day duration of the wow. of the of the race and it it was just an utterly magical and wonderful experience uh-huh. that weekend I mean the atmosphere was um absolutely electric and everyone was just really friendly as well I, I can remember um when I went there being a newbie <laughs> to a racing venue I had these um security guards uh walking around the circuit and one of them stopped up and approached to me and said you know whether I needed any help at all because I, I had a load of uh, camping equipment with me you know i i am um, and some, and they actually organized uh someone in, in a minibus to pick me off and go and take me to this camping site where wow. i was uh, where i was staying yeah. <laughs> the entire duration so but now i managed to um have a really good time around there managed to uh beat some drivers as well and uh got darren turner's um signature as well uh, aston oh, martin racing driver so like but now it was just an utterly wonderful weekend, and that's why it holds such strong memories for me, Hugh. To be honest, yeah, um, yeah. for one re- for that reason, and also for um, some of the other opportunities in sim racing that I've done as well around that venue, as yeah. well, which is why I love it so much.
0: Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll quickly read out some of the the, the fire questions from our chat. Now, mm-hmm. Andy the Lab says, "What do you prefer, sprint or endurance races in a set of Corsa competition?" Ooh.
1: First of all, hello, Deb. <laughs> Very nice to see you. Um, uh, that's Andy the Lab, by the way, uh, Deb. She's, she's my actual teammate from uh, this uh, more female racers championship that we're both contesting, oh, yeah. uh-huh. here, which is which is really cool. So it's awesome to see you, Deb. Um. To be honest with you, I'm not really picky when it comes to that. I mean, I enjoy both uh, sprint races and also enduros. I mean, endurance races is more exciting in a way because with the events being such a long length, you just don't know exactly what's going to happen um, throughout the entire duration. Um something something strange or weird could happen to one of your competitors which could mean that you could be elevated further up into the uh into the field indeed so i mean both have a real element to them which um which i enjoy very much i mean the sprint races can uh where everyone's literally driving hard as fast as they can for like 20 to 30 minutes and um and seeing mm-hmm. how they do against yeah. each other, but I, I really like both. To be honest, I, I enjoy uh, both uh, type of disciplines a lot. Um, yeah. Sprint Racing and enduros.
0: And another quick question there: uh, What are your top three car choices in a cars course competition, and why?
1: Oh, top three choices. Well. Straight at the top, right at the very top, is uh, the Aston Martin Vantage GT3. No debate <laughs> <laughs> with regard to that. I'm I'm pu- I'm very predictable, aren't I? With regard to that, um, I think second choice. Um, surprisingly, I really enjoy. I mean, I'm not very good in it, but I enjoy driving the McLaren 720S GT3 oh, a yeah, lot. As well, that's uh, that's that's another really good car, and it certainly ran certain venues as well. Uh, I know it's very quick round Silverstone, is the uh, is the McLaren 720s. But I think I must say, because of this current um, championship that myself and Andy Alab are doing at the moment, I'm really, thoroughly really enjoying the um, Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeo car. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought when we started, because um, it was announced for this season that we'd all be contesting the championship in that car. And I thought, oh no, literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dread driving this. I'm not gonna get the hang of it at all. My fortune with mid-engine cars is a bit mixed sometimes. But now I am, um, I really, fo- I thoroughly enjoyed um, driving with the Lambo St uh, in this current season, and uh, I've had so- many, many great battles, especially against. Um, some of people of my similar skill level um, in the championship in the sort of uh, pro am class that we're in that we're in at the moment. I think the um, the last event round Spa was magical indeed. I enjoyed that one a lot. So those will be um, I think those will be my top three choices. So the Aston on top, McLaren second, and uh, Lambo St in third. Yeah, that's
0: Now we have another Darren Turner here in the chat, hey. but I'm not sure if Darren <laughs> Turner is the one that you got the autograph from. At first, I thought, oh, you got Darren's autograph. it would be funny. something. And we've also got Thea in the chat as well. And, and lots of people are joining all the time, which is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So here we are. We've got a question from Darren. Um, what do you dislike the most about sim, li- about sim racing? Uh, what do I dislike
1: most? Uh, I didn't really think about that, to be honest. Um, because... Uh... I don't know. It's hard because I I thoroughly enjoy what I do with regarding to sim racing. So whether it's the, the actual driving or um, the community aspect of it, you know, trying to run a community and uh, organize events and with the content as well so I, I can't really um i can't really think of a, a single bad thing um i mean obviously you know when i crash a lot in dirt rally but you know that's just down to my skill <laughs> <laughs> sometimes but now i can't really think of uh, anything that i dislike about sim racing i um i treasure every moment that i have and thoroughly enjoy because let's face fact it's not every day is it we get the chance to drive some of our dream cars um in the real world, you know, when we can yeah. all do it together in the sim, which is, um, which is absolutely the wonderful thing about what we do. So, now I, um, I f- thank you for asking anyway, Mr. uh, Darren Turner, and thank you for subscribing as well to my channel. I really, uh, really appreciate you doing that, mate, for doing that. But, um, now I can't really think of a bad thing to be honest with, um, with what we do in, um, in sim racing. <laughs> oh,
0: that's good. there have been some very good answers to that. As soon as that question was asked by Darren, we had Mike Rogers racing and he, he said, easy answer, Gran Turismo. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's slightly better than it was. It was pretty horrendous for a wee while with the penalties, but it's still, it can be kind of a give or take as to what mm-hmm. can happen. Um, yeah. But uh, but I know that is that is the thing. Now we've also had, uh, who was the thing? Um, I'm just looking at uh, the quick, the oh yes, a question on everyone is, is desperate to know where your accent is from. They're trying to work out where you're from.
1: Oh, where my accent is from. <laughs> well, if you're wondering, um, because you'd be surprised the amount of people have turned around and asked me, oh, are you from Birmingham in the UK? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually, um, because apparently our accents are very, very similar, which they're not, by the way, far from it. Now, I'm, I was originally born and raised in um, the city of uh, Wolverhampton in um in the United Kingdom. So that's where um, that's where I'm originally from. Not Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that one still clip, Mind you, it still won't stop anyone from going, oh, you're a Brummie. No! <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I oh, am hope not. So. There, were, there were even people checking on your Twitter feed to see where it was coming from. So <laughs> they're obviously they're, they're that, they were that keen, they were trying to find out where you're from. That, um, <laughs> We've got another good question here from Dara. It says, What are your thoughts on Gran Turismo seven coming to the PS four or PS five, I think, isn't it?
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, if I'm honest, it's been quite a while since I followed the uh Gran Turismo franchise. I mean, even the last one that I played was uh, Gran Turismo four, way, way back in the um mid two thousands. So um but it's it'd be interesting to see anyway the uh, the direction of which um, where Gran Turismo goes indeed. Um, I mean, just the amount of time we've had to you've, you folks have had to wait, in particular from GT Sport to know. I know that um, they do take their time, don't they, um, to create the yeah. each and every uh, Gran Turismo title. But now I'm sure that um, you know once it's all been created and released i'm sure it'll all definitely be worth it in the end i've um so it, it was the it was the racing game really that started me off in um in sim racing i still have a, a strong fondness for it even though i haven't played it for a, a very very long time indeed so now I'm, I'm sure it'll um i'm sure it'll be great now no doubt and hopefully um some lessons will be learned from gt sport i mean i don't know what um, your experiences of it Hugh you as a game as a as a whole GT Sport and um, what it's like. But I'm sure that uh, you're really excited, aren't you, for the, uh, the next installment of Gran Turismo?
0: Yes, I mean, I have to say, because uh, I've, I've um, had a PlayStation 1, 2, 3 and 4. I haven't yet got the 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I'm going to wait, because at the moment you just can't get them anyway. So there's no point trying to, to uh, source them when they're not really available. But when Gran mm-hmm. Turismo comes, hopefully by that time there'll be a lot more stock. Um, but yeah, I, mm. I love the game. I have Mm -hmm. to admit, I think, and I didn't always play multiplayer. It was only really till the current GT Sport that I really started to play multiplayer. Um, Because it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of, you used to do the career, and then all of a sudden, this comes up. And I was kind of wary. I thought, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. i had done a little bit of multiplayer on F1, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, uh, those games, but never on on the GT Sport. But as soon as I did it, you couldn't get me off it. That was it. (laughs) I I was completely hooked. Um, and uh, and, and it's kind of gone on from there, really. So, I think the new one, the graphics, I'm sure will get better, um, yeah. and it will just be more options. But I thought I have to say, I'm not too bothered now. I don't miss the career side of it, mm-hmm. um, I just quite like the GT sports idea, the kind of the, the, the multiplayer. Um, yeah. and I, I kind of wonder, I mean, I know some people will harp back to that, but I don't know if it's maybe going to be as popular now as, as it maybe would have been. Um, uh, because yeah. now multiplayer, because you want to the race against other real drivers um, yeah. but how do you, how do you think what do you think about that
1: now i think it's um i think it it'll be a great uh, more, a more sensible direction to go in obviously to try and concentrate in multiplayer because obviously you know with the technology that we have now and how it's advancing enormously um and how um i mean particularly how sim racing has picked up in particular i mean especially in the last couple of years because yeah you know, the situation that we're in with the world right now um it would definitely make sense to focus more on the online aspects of it because the single player element doesn't really work anymore yeah, um yeah. Much, there's quite a few titles that i can think of which uh, work better as a multiplayer title that are more fun and enjoyable than rather than single player for yeah, example yeah. so yeah um i have definitely no arguments or quibbles with that absolutely um and it's open. It's broadened uh, a lot of opportunities as well for um, a lot of people and uh, organisations, in particular, to host more of these um, online series events, races, or championships. Just uh, as a great way, a great means of um, of bringing people together. Absolutely. So um, from from that side of things, yeah, I um, I've definitely got got no issues with that whatsoever. So it it would make sense, definitely, in this day and age that. Um, that games would focus more on the on, on online side of things rather than the um, single-player aspect of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, and I've asked a question in the chat um, there, um, do, uh, and if people agree, that I think I said, of course, that competition is probably one of the exceptions of the case that their single-player mode is actually very good. If you want to try and learn the tracks and get your track yeah. medals, because mm-hmm. people said, right, once you've started playing it, Um, uh, you know, do you'll get your medals if you start doing the single player races, Mm -hmm. but obviously, racing against the AI. And actually, Mm -hmm. when you put it up really high up, they are blooming horrid to drive against, they They are so aggressive, (laughs) they'll go for you at every corner. Um, absolutely, uh, but
1: no, I suppose that definitely that's the only exception, really. Um, and it does make a lot of sense too, because obviously, you want players to be as responsible as possible when, um. When competing online against others. So, I mean, that's one of the great things about ACC is that you're forced literally to start in the single player mode and earn the track medals um, yeah. that you need before you're allowed then to go and race online with um, either public uh, public uh, servers or in... Um, community events or um yeah. leagues in particular so i suppose from that side of things yeah it's definitely that's definitely the exception really but um i think more sort of i don't know more casual laid-back games i think um um are another exception as well really I mean, cause, I mean for something like rec fest for example i mean it's a bit yeah. boring when you do that it on is. your own
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but
1: multiplayer is completely different. Again, it's just something more. Sat- I mean, for my community in particular, it's just nothing more satisfying than them. But for them, than to uh, <laughs> smash me to pieces. When do you uh, get the opportunity to do that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's quite funny because I, I I made a mistake And that. I said single player, and I only really meant the AI. So when you're playing against uh, the AI, I get yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but as soon as I said that. Uh, mike rogers racing said it's better than gt's that's for sure um <laughs> because that's true. the single player racing on the ai uh, they're always quite easy to overtake once you get used yeah. to um, yeah um what it was uh, but it's yeah. it's quite fun but um so what would you say are your kind of tips for getting faster times and being more competitive on the likes of a set of corsa competition well,
1: I think it's just mainly about persistence. Um, it's just it, it's, when you're trying to gain speed in, uh, in sim racing, it's not going to take five minutes. Um, it will take many hours and days or even weeks sometimes. Um, if you want to learn um, either the handling for the game to get used to it or um, to get used to driving a specific car. In uh, in ACC for example, so I always uh, people always say to me what um what the best first car is to use for ACC to learn um if particularly if you're new to sim racing as well. I always say GT four is the best way to um to start off with because uh, you're driving something much slower, but they've got more mechanical grip, so you can learn then about car control, how it behaves, and what how to correct it if uh, something goes awry. Um whilst you're going around the circuit. So but now I think that the main the main tips really for getting fast, I wanted to learn to, to drive and to get faster is just uh to be patient and uh be persistent with it. Yeah. Never um never ever give up at all. If it doesn't go well, you know, that so be. You know, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't always sometimes for me. It, you know, if it's any consolation, even with um all the years of experience that I have um of sim racing, it doesn't always go accordingly yeah. but just know as well you know it's 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 absolutely okay it's perfectly fine to make mistakes as well um you could either always learn or all the great thing is with sim racing is to try again it, you get the opportunity to try again next time so yeah. it's, not, it's yeah. not the end of the world you know there's plenty of uh there's plenty of opportunities for you to um to go and try again and to uh and to get, and faster, get faster and faster and improve. Yeah. absolutely
0: now we've got a good question here um, from uh, uh, Andy the Lab. Um, your track guides have helped lots of racers. What, yeah. goes in, what goes on behind the scenes to make one?
1: A lot, <laughs> if it's any consolation. But, um, well, the whole process of doing the lap guides is obviously uh, you've got to drive around the circuit to uh, get used to that. And then when you've finally adapted to a certain track and circuit, you've got to drive around again, but record the footage Um of uh, the fast, uh, fastest lap that you try and attempt to do uh, as part of the track guide, which yeah. is not easy to do. You know, I'm, one thing I'll admit, I'm not perfect at hot lapping. I've never, ever been good at doing that at all. But once once that's done, once the recording's finished, you save the replay then in ACC, and then you go back and you take um, various screenshots of... Because um, what I like to do with my track guides is um, I like to show each of the breaking zones and, um, and f- point out any indicators or markers of where um, you need to brake and what the best line is to take for each corner as well. So, for example, in certain braking zones, you might have to do a bit of trail braking, which means, for example, if you're going through a left handed corner, you might need to drift the car slightly over to the left. So um, I'd like to try and do that. And then once I've got all the screenshots sorted and uh, various different um, clips that I put in there as well um, as part of the intro in particular, uh, it's all then just gets um, stitched together, more or less, uh, and edited uh-huh. immensely in um, Prime, Adobe Premiere Pro, which is the uh, software that I use. Um, actually, no, sorry, just before that, I, I then go and do the audio. That's right. It wouldn't be right. You know, no track guide and no audio <laughs> throughout. <laughs> so after that, I take a bit of time to um, write a script as such, for uh, particularly for the intro and the breaking markers, and then... The onboard lap for me is always the worst to try and um, try and record because I I look at uh, the footage of the car driving around the circuit whilst trying to record. Uh, mm. yeah, at the same time, I can remember when I did um, Laguna Seca track guide. The circuit's that short and the corners come up very very quickly. I was literally <laughs> panting for breath at the end, you know, just trying to get <laughs> my breath back, and my head was getting light headed as well. The um, the amount of times that I tried to do that as well and then finally when all the audio is done it's just literally a case of putting it all together in premiere pro upload it to youtube and uh and there it is for the uh whole world to see as yeah. it will. so but yeah there's, there's there is actually quite a bit you'd be very surprised just what goes into a track guide and um how much time it takes to uh to put it all to process it and put it all together so but now the um the the amount of effort that goes into it is definitely worth it absolutely the amount of um Amount of people that it's helped, as well um, as part of the uh, coaching that I do sometimes in um, in ACC. So it's really great to see. It's just a pain <laughs> though. <laughs> the amount of time <laughs> that it takes, it's just a pain. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, but no, it's all worth it. <laughs> uh, now we've had some people in the comments saying that I cannot pronounce the game properly. The Aceta Corsa Competizione. Yeah, say, that's right. <laughs> Did I sound like a bit like Franglais? Did I say, <laughs> I, said, course, hey, I said, of course, I said, a course, No, no. I thought I, did, I, want, I didn't want to say
1: anything, but I noticed, I mean, particularly in the preview video, you now pronounced it as competition instead of uh, competizione. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was good at Franglais in the old days, man. And, yeah, I'm a big Italian car fan, big Fiat fan, but I just, I don't know. It's, I must say, I forgot there's a Z in there somewhere. And, yeah, uh, you see, but there we go. I think I said it reasonably, reasonably, reasonably for you. So let's probably, get these probably much better than
1: how I can pronounce it. Don't no, you worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, so there, there we go. So what's what are your big plans for the rest of the year in terms of league racing and things that? Right, how how can people get involved in your in your community races and things like that?
1: Well, in terms of league Grayson, I haven't really thought about that too much, to be honest, because um, I think the most important priority at the moment is to try and grow our Discord community further and further. I mean, I'm really fortunate now. I mean, since I started um, our community back in October of last year, we've got, um, uh, in fact, just before we started the live stream, in fact, we've uh, up to 117 members now in our uh, wonderful Discord, which I'm really, really proud and, um chuffed to bits with i didn't think i'd get that many at the start so i think the idea uh, for the rest of the year is to try and grow our community further so i can host more um events within our discord community because i did have a lot of plans at the start of the year but it just hasn't materialized for various reasons um so i'd love to be able to do that again and uh start off slowly but surely but um oh It's all right. My cat just literally trod on my keyboard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Frightened me to death. (laughs) It's a live show. You never know what's going to happen.
1: You never know. Absolutely. That's the beauty of these things. But that's actually a perfect metaphor because nothing ever literally goes right in my stream tune. Something always goes awry. (laughs) I've brought the bad jinx to your stream. Sorry about that. Oh,
0: no, that's all right. No, but... um, Sorry, go on, mate. There's been rumors that there's going to be a new launch very soon, um, of a set of Corsa 2. Now, do you have mm-hmm. any idea of what that might be like or what's been coming? Because I know there's been a few videos out about it.
1: Oh, yeah, potentially. Um I, I, the I mean the last time I heard the rumors, it might be 2024, perhaps. But that was this was like a few days ago when I last checked for Berry. But if it does turn out to be um a second uh, iteration of a Seto Corsa that would be uh absolutely amazing a long time coming to be honest because I think the um original one's been out for seven years or so yeah it's been a long time. Was
0: it 2012, 2012 or 2013
1: maybe yeah something like that it. so it, it has been out for a while so it's about it's about time to be honest that we had a new newer version of it and I'm sure that um everyone's literally bracing a tone. you know just the the amount of um Amounts of fun you can have. I mean, we have uh, a tremendous time already with uh, the original Seto Corsos, not only because of, you know, the brilliant original content that we get with the game, but also just the hundreds and uh, literally thousands of um, mods that we get for the game that just uh, has expanded the life of it even further. I mean, even now nowadays, we're still getting mods for, for the game, which uh, which is absolutely surprising, <laughs> really surprising. But now, if it does turn out to be AC2, We'll bring it on! I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun, isn't it? And it's, yeah. there's also
0: rumours that there's a new uh, British touring car game coming out as well, uh, which yeah. could mean we could have real touring cars from the 90s, all the epic seasons from Cosworths in the 80s to Cavaliers in the 90s. And oh, all that oh stuff. yeah, absolutely! That would be brilliant. I was really and all the all the great kind of um, uh, tracks that they raced against as well, because you can't get mm. Knockhill, uh, or very few places have Knockhill on it, isn't it? Maybe I'm sure there's a mod mm. probably for a corsa. Um, but, uh,
1: I, but think, no, that... I think it's for a set of Corsi yeah but I think as far as I know the only game really that features Knockhill is uh, Project Cars 2 yeah um,
0: that's,
1: that's the only title that I can think of but otherwise I think there is a mod for Knockhill in AC I have, which I haven't really scoped upon yet but um, yeah I think with the British Touring Car game that would be another amazing one to have because that's another one that I used to do the, the uh, toka Touring Car Championship yeah. game back on the Playstation 1 oh fantastic uh, yeah. They were I, so loved that, good. They I were so Honestly, I think the, the, the Super Touring gear in particular was my favorite time of uh, the BTCC yeah. um, as a kid. Um, the best
0: one I, It was token touring cars too, and you could have all the different championships. And uh, mm. they had single seaters, they had Formula Fords, and they were great races. Well, yeah, I, sent right, somebody, yeah. I sent somebody catapulting end over end into the wall <laughs> at Beckett's <laughs> on the first corner, the cop's corner. Um, and honestly, they had so many bugs, big, brilliant bugs in that game. Yeah. And I managed to keep going and the next time I came round, I kid you not um, the guy was standing outside his car waving mm-hmm. at me um, mm. because I had taken them out <laughs> I couldn't believe it so they must have had some <laughs> amazing bugs and great fun uh, making that game But mm-hmm. uh, now we've got a great question from Damo he says, how much time uh, do you spend uh, a day or in a week uh, sp- driving online?
1: Online um, not as much as you might think Actually, but um, I mean, if we're taking part in endurance races, obviously that's very different. Um, the amount of practice and time involved in that. But um, I mean, particularly uh, in the last few weeks, because of a current championship that myself and Andy the Lab are doing together at the moment, um, I'd say um, at most, I think this would be like three hours a day, um, just hmm. practicing and making sure that the car is all set up and uh, ready, prepared more or less, um especially for my teammate Deb, uh, who unfortunately doesn't have enough time to practice during the week, so you know I want to try and you know make sure that we're best prepared <laughs> for each race yeah. um so i I spend roughly that time, but honestly, not as much as you might think, Hugh, um in terms of um Practicing. I know that particularly esports competitors can spend many, many hours. I mean, some can spend up to eight hours a day practicing, Goodness. more yeah. or less. I couldn't do that.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> must be unemployed or have a lot of time to be able to, to do that. <laughs> uh, most of us could hardly fit um, that, but then you've got family and a job to do as well. Uh, no absolutely there Mm -hmm. you have it now there's been a big question they keep saying look out for the questions are coming in capitals so i can (laughs) so i can notice them um (laughs) it is from darren what is your favorite track on a racing game
1: my favorite track on a racing game um i mean as much as i love silverstone it pays me to say this but i think in terms of um satisfaction and enjoyment there's actually two that I think are joint first on my favorite circuits of all time which is um the circuit de la Sarthe Le Mans um I love driving that a lot and also, also the um Nürburgring Nordschleife as well um I mean if you want the ultimate driving test you can't really beat the Nort. well Maybe the Targo Florio, perhaps if uh, if you've driven that mod in AC, if, you, if you're mad enough to remember all seventy-two kilometers of that one, which I don't. <laughs> but no, um, the, the the Nordschleife is sort of a mini version of the Targo Florio. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Regarding to that, but now I think the uh, Nordschleife and Le Mans are definitely um, up there of my favourite circuits to drive.
0: They're probably the two hardest circuits to drive, just about, aren't they? Oh yeah, it, absolutely. Now, um, Podium has asked an interesting question, and it's probably one that, that I think will resonate with quite a few people when they say, um, how can you uh, have your rig set up so close to a wall? Um, now, I, I don't know about you, but when I, I quite like being next to a wall. It gives me a certain sense of security. I don't know what it is, but when I'm kind of here and my monitors all in line, having them all there, actually, I don't mind. It makes me feel that I'm in, I'm spatially aware. Um, it, but, yeah. uh, but how about you? Because um, obviously you've got it right next to the wall, Mm-hmm. Um, uh how does that what, – what, what was the reason for doing that one? Or was it just a matter of that was the only place you could put it? Well,
1: this, the answer to that is just a relatively simple one. It's the lack of space that I have in here <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, SIM rig set up. I mean, I can literally just stretch to the wall over here and touch it. And my bed's literally just to that side there. It's just, it, it, it's just basically just the lack of space that I have. I mean, I would love to have um, – my own dedicated room where I could have the sim rig, or you know what like um a certain other YouTuber used to have, a Mr. Broadbent, um if we had our own sim racing shed <laughs> as well, I think that would be you know the ideal setup, wouldn't it but um now I think now the the simple answer is it's just lack of space, you know I'm just trying and utilize the space as best I can really yeah. and uh i can't really i mean if i had the, the the equipment literally right next to the wall i couldn't afford to do that because the walls are that thin just like a slight movement i'd be like through the plaster work <laughs> more or less it's <laughs> that fragile but
0: yeah well when i first when i first moved into the into this house and i was uh streaming from here from this room people said oh mm-hmm. is that soundproofing And I I wish I could have said, "Oh yes, I've got my room soundproofed and all sorted out." But no, this is just bad wallpaper from the seventies. So, (laughs) (laughs) tasteful paper, you tasteful. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not tasteful. Trust me. And the rest (laughs) of the house is pine. So uh, yeah, we've got a lot of work to do to get it all sorted out. Um, But uh, but no, it's 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 quite funny. Um, Now we have a question here as well from uh podium. He says, do you even notice the wall at all or not? Or is it just, because sometimes that can maybe have an effect because you're next to a window and a wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, when I'm streaming, no, I don't really think about that at all. But it's only uh, before or afterwards when I finish, I start to, you know, think how claustrophobic it can be <laughs> sometimes with the <laughs> walls being so close. But um no, it's not But whilst, I mean, even whilst we're here just now, I don't really think about that. At all, yeah. it's just it's just something you put in the back of your mind um, yeah. whilst you whilst you're in the sim, just trying to focus solely on um, getting um, doing the uh, proper proper job, hopefully <laughs> with um, with the streaming. So, but no, I don't really think about it to be honest.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was going to say, um, what's um, what got you into actual streaming? Um, and did you have any particular kind of heroes in the in the YouTube world of streaming or Twitch and things like that? Did you have anyone that you followed that kind of got you excited and decided, right, I'm going to have a go at that?
1: Well, that's a good question, actually, Hugh, because um, for a while, I mean, uh, with uh, the previous organisation that I used to do um, events with, Tora, um, I stopped that in 2016 because, um, unfortunately, I was going through a real bad time, bad period with... um, my mental health um, with anxiety and depression. And uh, I had actually stopped sim racing for like two and a half, three years um, because because as a result of which. But the reason why I decided to come back um, and go into content creating was um, it was by accident, really, because I was just going flicking through some random videos on YouTube one day, you know, not really having much to do at all. Um, and I came, actually came across uh, Jimmy Broadbent's um, oh, yeah, yeah. channel. So I I watched his content and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And of course, I discovered, I learned as well, that um, unfortunately, he was another person who also suffered with um, mental health issues. And I think looking back then and how much he's progressed now with this channel, it's just, I, I found it really um inspiring to be honest that somebody like jimmy who also you know suffers mental health issues like me um could venture into sim racing into content creating you know and build mm. up a um, brilliant audience uh together and uh and completely change his life around and it, it sort yeah, of yeah. Um, gave me the idea the inspiration that you know if he could do it so could i in yeah, particular yeah. so um it was, uh, I think it was the end of 2018, I decided desperately to try and save up as much money as I could. And um, so I could get gather all the pieces I needed to um, build my own PC, which I'd never done before, by the way. You know, uh, I think the fact that it's still running now amazes me. <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> Literally like my first PC and it's, you know, up and running. So um, when I did that, in, uh, I finally completed it in 2019. And it was literally from there where um, I started venturing into streaming and, um, and been on many, many adventures along the way, which um, in a way I wish that uh, I was able to um, discover sooner. Because uh, I, I I've just been utterly blown away, quite literally, just how wonderful this um, whole world of PC um, gaming, in particular, can be. Just the uh, the amount of opportunities that spring up, and uh, the wonderful people that you get the, ch- uh, the absolute pleasure chance to meet along the way, and um, just the utter enjoyment and satisfaction that you get out of this year. I just I don't think I don't think words can describe it. In particular, I mean just. With the fact that how much it's helped to improve my confidence as well um because obviously being quite shy before if if someone mentioned to me like a couple of years ago i'd be sitting here with you now talking in an interview You're, i'd say i'd say no way <laughs> no way would i have um had the courage and um motivation to uh to do it but you know to my amazement here i am now sitting talking to you and um doing this together so no, I've. Um, it's re- it's really because of um, because of Jimmer and um, seeing his venture that it's the reason why I'm here now and um, continuing on with the content. And obviously, the uh, I have to say you know a massive thank you to everyone who has subscribed to my channel and um, and it was also a member of our wonderful little Discord clan in particular our community because without all of your support and encouragement along the way i, d- I just don't know where I would be at this point you I, I, I wouldn't know what what to do with um with my life in particular and it's yeah. and it's all because of um the help that I've had from everyone that's helped give me that energy that spur to uh to carry on with what yeah. I do and um and why I enjoy it so much so that, I mean the question that you asked earlier about you know why I uh, someone asked earlier if there's anything about sim racing that I dislike I don't honestly wholeheartedly i i enjoy everything that i do hugh i there's there's nothing that bad that i could say about it at all
0: yeah oh it's uh it's i mean i think i think we've that because podium had asked the question as well you know has that helped your mental health by playing you know some, by getting involved in some racing and doing it i think we can clearly say that's a definite yes um, mm-hmm, because it absolutely. does i think it, it gives you motivation um, and an excitement again, and then it rebuilds your confidence as you're, especially as you're streaming, because you're talking to your community as mm-hmm. you're racing, and that's a great way of building your confidence um, and realizing that that you know you've got a, you've got friends out there, which is a lovely thing to have, you know. So mm-hmm. you've got you've got lots of good reasons to get out there and give it your best shot, um, which is always which is always good and a, a definite um, really good aim to have. Now mm-hmm. there was a question from Keith because he missed the start of the show, and uh, it is. What was your first um, steering wheel that you had?
1: My first steering wheel? Uh, actually, it was back when I first, after I built my um, gaming PC, actually. I didn't own it for very long. It was a Logitech G920 that I owned. Right. So I had the wheel, and pedals, and shifter at the same time. So that only lasted a couple of months before it malfunctioned, just stopped completely. Just wouldn't switch on, wouldn't fire up. So <laughs> that was short, <laughs> unfortunately. So I then had to try and save up some money again to uh, to get start slowly build up all the uh, equipment that I have now. So it was, uh, I mean, it varies. I mean, some people have had good fortune with Logitech; theirs have lasted years and years. Whereas mine has just literally went kaput after a couple of months. <laughs> I thought
0: That's it's I really bad.
1: <laughs> Typical. It's
0: supposed to be <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> And my, my, power, my power surge went. You know, my power pack went.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was
0: great. It was quite funny one day. I was driving and my wife came in. Um, mm-hmm. And she said she could see sparks coming from the power. And, and the way I had, I'm such a bad DIY person, I hadn't mm-hmm. put the wires in the in the wheel properly. Um, yeah. And it had bent um part of the thing. And I'd, all I'd done was i just really kind of flattened it out a bit. But it had actually mm-hmm. gone right through. And you could see the, uh, the exposed wire. Um, yeah. And it started sparking. Um, as nice. I was driving, and I thought, oh, this is fun, I'm getting the smoke as well, <laughs> you know, as I'm driving along. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, no, it was something, but it was a, a good friend of mine in the, in the community who actually gave me another. Uh, I couldn't find a uh, power pack, and when yeah. I went onto the Logitech website, they basically said, Are oh, you going to have to get a new one? Um yeah. and I said, No, it's just a power pack, and someone had a spare one and, and sent it to me, which was very kind. Elias Smith is nearly four years old, so it's yeah. due an upgrade um, at some point soon.
1: Absolutely, gotcha. but I reckon Hugh, that might have been a hint. You know, you driving's that fast; it's your equipment can't keep up. <laughs> you <think>? no. No. <laughs>
0: well, that's that's very kind. That's very kind indeed. Now, we've also been talking in the chat here um, about getting Scotty, Scotty, on the channel, um, and mm-hmm. we need to get a date sorted out in the calendar, Scotty. I think possibly the seventeenth of June might be possible, um, uh, because they all want they all want uh, Scotty to come in this, in the chat to nice. uh, so, uh, go on the show. So we'll, we'll try and get that sorted um, mm-hmm. as well. That should be fun. And uh, and then we've also had, uh, because we had uh, Rue saying, that, what are the kind of special things that I can do on the show to be able to make my, my show even more unique? Um, and then uh, Rue said, I could start singing, uh, just like Faye does. <laughs> and I said, yeah, faya has got a good voice. I don't. <laughs> I don't so I'll, I'll maybe stay away from the singing. I don't think that's going to help my sub count in any way or form. Um, no, uh, so, don't ask,
1: do ask me to do a duet because mine isn't brilliant either tone <laughs> deaf more or less <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I don't think people are wanting to watch me trying to attempt anything like that uh, mm-hmm. But uh, and you've had quite a few subs as well coming to your channel um, from guys who are watching now, if it's the first time you're watching the show tonight we've got lots of fantastic interviews not just with Daniel here um, but with people like Dead Eye, Dettle Boy with Darren Turner, with Mike Rogers Racing uh, we've had Super GT. Um, we're yet to have Jimmy Broadbent and Scotty, but they'll all come. They'll come very soon, I'm sure. And a I'll week keep today, just crossed
1: for you, Hugh. <laughs> that will
0: be good. We will. We will eventually get him. Um, we will. We're going to have Z twenty eight gaming in a week's time. Um, so make sure you join us for that as well, um, because that will be a, a really good one. We've had people like Tidney. Um, and we've had the key and we're hoping to try and get the key on again soon as well mm-hmm. and we've had basic ollie we've had rory who helped to really give us an official restart of the channel last year and hopefully he'll be coming on soon i've sent him an email so if anyone's in touch with rory tell him read his emails he needs to come back to me um, to get that sorted out but what would you like to say in finishing for the show tonight uh, uh, daniel what would be your message to your community and your and your loyal fans there
1: Oh, I I, <laughs> I, I, haven't really thought about that to be honest with you. But no, I think first obvious thing, um, it, it's it's been a bit of a rough journey sometimes with my um sim racing adventure. and It's not all gone smoothly. But I think without um all of you that I've had the wonderful opportunity to meet since I've started this venture, and uh, who've also subscribed to my channel, uh, also members of our Discord community as well. I honestly couldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for each and every one of you so i have to say a huge huge thank you to everyone um who was um who was supporting me all this time um i def- honestly wouldn't know where i'd be without you uh without you all so thank you um thank you everybody regarding to that and uh and also um no matter how frustrating it can be sometimes just never give up on your ventures in sim racing um so the beauty is we've always got another chance to try and um and no matter what uh, your skill level is or your experience as well, sim racing isn't always about the winning. It's the journey that you have along the way. Yeah. So, yeah, you should definitely uh, definitely enjoy each and every moment that you do have um, in this wonderful hobby that uh, we get the opportunity to share with each other. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Now, stay on the line at the moment because I've got one or two quick things to say before we, before we finish off. Now, Darren, okay. for all you guys watching in the chat, Uh, uh, You need to watch Darren's latest video. I watched it today. I was actually watching the live stream when a Mm -hmm. particular incident happened. And he said, uh, the video is like, is this the cleanest Belgian uh, driver about on GT Sport? (laughs) I have never (laughs) seen such horrific driving as what was on that video by that driver. Uh, I was watching it live, as I say. uh, And you need to watch that video uh, on Darren's channel. It's a fantastic uh, video it's very funny and it just shows you my goodness me there's no such thing as racing etiquette uh, in certain channels certainly <laughs> or for certain drivers i think that one's been thrown out of the window um uh, but i really enjoyed watching that so make sure you do it and i've had a request as well that i need to get nigel mansell on the on the show but oh, that would, that would that'll be good i was a, i was so I, I i watched him win his title back in 1992 on tv yeah um mm-hmm. and I, he was, I had a big fan i even had the nigel mansell Racing gloves, driving gloves. Oh, nice! And, and yeah. I, I wish—I think my mum says we might still have them in an old box in a cupboard somewhere at our, my old house. Um, yeah. But uh, and if I can find them, I'm going to have to get those and use them if they still fit for my sim racing. Like that would be that would be fantastic. That fun. would
1: be amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> would we? Um, we'd have to call you Nigel though from now
0: on, while we I instead of mustache. you, <laughs> <laughs> we have a mustache. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's the thing. And I would like to give a big thank you as well to everyone who's been in the Discord, who's recently joined our Discord channel. I know Richie's been putting in all the the links, which is fantastic. Uh, Richie, you're working far harder than Mr. Ru Mar there, who's also an admin and he's done nothing <laughs> except call me names. So uh, well done, Richie. Uh, but uh, but no, it's been fantastic to have you on the show daniel and uh, i hope it's been good fun i've had plenty of questions uh, and plenty of new supporters hopefully for you too there tonight uh, who have subbed to your channel uh, from seeing you here today uh, which has been really really good so uh, mm-hmm. we'll be driving again on monday night we'll be racing as fat man in a cheap sim for GT sports um mm-hmm. and then we'll be doing more interviews as i say with z28 gaming in a week's time but mm-hmm. it's been a pleasure to have you on the show tonight daniel and i wish you all the best for the rest of the year and your sim racing career as it goes forward Um and for your community. I know that we'll be in touch and hopefully we can do some collaborations as well. Um, Absolutely. And that
1: would be the thing. Absolutely. Next. I'm looking forward to that very much, Hugh. Now, but I've got to say um a huge thank you for uh, inviting me on onto your brilliant show. I uh, I mean, admittedly, I don't really get much chance to watch other people's content, but when I get a chance to watch yours, Hugh, it's always um high quality and you put a lot of hard work and effort into your channel indeed. So I definitely... um. I definitely commend you for everything that you have done with regarding to your um, YouTube channel. And I wish you all the success and luck and uh, with persistence, with time, you all definitely get there. Um, yeah. Your numbers will just grow further and further and further. Absolutely. But you, to keep up the great work here, you're doing a fantastic job with uh, with your channel at the moment, mate. You're doing brilliant um, work.
0: Thank you very much indeed. That's very, very kind. Now, do you know our motto? Would you, do you want to finish the show with our motto?
1: Well, believe it or not, I think I was rehearsing this a little bit earlier on, so I'm gonna try and remember it. i feel bad, you know, I'll be the worst guest ever if I forgot it. <laughs> I think I'm trying to remember, it. I think it's if you drive fast and you try not to crash, you might end up winning the race. Am I right?
0: Yeah, at the first corner.
1: Yeah, at the first corner. It's, oh, as, Mr. it's as corny Dude, as ever.
0: It's <laughs> as corny as ever. That's the way.
1: <laughs> Typical, I knew I missed a bit. Shoot.
0: <laughs> thank you to everyone watching There's about on a podcast uh, later on uh, early next week we'll have it on a podcast as well but take care everyone have a fantastic weekend and remember drive fast and try not to crash and you'll win the race at the first corner take care and bye just <laughs> now thank you everybody <laughs>